Hello and thank you for logging on to the Memory Gauge, your new favourite Digimon card game podcast. I'm your host Connor and this week we are taking an in-depth look at the keywords of the Digimon card game. We're going to look at what a keyword is and why they're useful to have in a card game and then we will take a look at every keyword printed so far in the English version of the Digimon card game. But first... Thank you to everyone who showed an interest in the Hyper Qualifier event I ran this past weekend. We only had one participant, and thank you Mitch, I hope you enjoy those booster packs, but there was a modest amount of interest which was more than I could have hoped for considering the circumstances and the rushed nature of the event. I'm really glad that I was able to live up to my promise to deliver that event, and I look forward to taking the lessons that I've learned from these past few weeks and everything that that has gone on and applying them to many future, hopefully very successful events. And with that out of the way, we'll launch right into our main topic. Now, a keyword in the context of a card game is a word or a short phrase that is used to represent a specific ability or game mechanic. And in the Digimon card game, you can easily identify keywords on cards because they're written as white text on an orange sort of block background. Now, game designers love to use keywords because they reduce the number of words that you need to put on a card to explain all of its effects. And any designer will tell you that card space is at a premium when you're designing cards and designing cool and interesting effects while still making a legible good looking card can be a delicate balancing act at times so it's great to have keyword technology and as players keywords can sometimes feel daunting especially when we're starting out it's bad enough that to pick up the digimon card game i have to learn all these rules and all these mechanics like remembering to draw a card every time i digivolve but you're telling me that I also need to memorize a bunch of new words and phrases? But actually, keywords are good for our memory. There's a bit of work to learn them, but once you've internalized a keyword, you can learn the effects of a new card much, much faster. You can draw on your gameplay experiences and repetition to draw a connection between the new card and that same effect on old cards so you understand a new card by comparing it to the old cards with the same keyword. You're able to look at a new Digimon with security attack plus one and you know what that means without having to necessarily recall that the Digimon checks one additional security card. Your brain doesn't have to recall all that information to know what the card does. The other neat thing is then when is when an ability is given a keyword, it can be referenced by other cards. So it would be very clunky to have a card that says unsuspend all of your Digimon that have this Digimon cannot be deleted in battles against security Digimon. That's a lot of words. But thanks to keywords, we can easily have Imperial Digimon, which says unsuspend all your Digimon that have jamming. Keywords are great because they open up so many avenues for new mechanics and new cards, and they actually make the mental load easier on us as players as well. So we now know what keywords are and why they're useful to have in the Digimon card game. And now I would like to take a look at the individual keywords, where you can find them, what they do, and how you can best utilize them in your decks. First up, we have the closest thing we have to a universal keyword, and that is blocker. Now, when I say universal, I mean that 
Every color has at least one instance of a card with blocker. Some colors have more blockers than others. Black, uh, for black, blocker is one of the primary mechanics. So black has a lot of blockers. And colors like red, yellow, and purple, as of 1.5, only have one each. And for those who don't know, or who have internalized the keyword so thoroughly that they gloss over the details and they haven't read the reminder text in months, the blocker effect reads, when an opponent's Digimon attacks, you may suspend this Digimon to force the opponent to attack it instead. This effect is incredibly useful, which is why every color has at least one blocker. In a game that can often be decided by one attack, the ability to stop an opposing Digimon from taking out one of your security can change the outcome of a game. Block is also useful because it can provide extra protection to your most important Digimon. Sometimes you really need an important Digimon to survive until your your turn. So having a blocker, that can help ensure that at the very least your win condition isn't going to be taken out by just a big, dumb attacker. Understanding when to block and when to hold up your blocker could almost be an episode in and of itself, but there is one blocker interaction that I did want to look at before we move on. So suppose your opponent has a Digimon that has a when attacking effect that activates when they are attacking an opposing Digimon, like Yokomon, which has when attacking. When you attack an opponent's Digimon, this Digimon gets plus 1000 DP. They attack your security and you choose to block. Do they get the extra 1000 DP? The answer is somewhat counterintuitively no, they don't, because when attacking effects trigger before we declare whether or not we block. So by the time blocker is declared, Yokomon has already seen that it's not attacking an opponent's Digimon, and so the plus 1000 DP is not applied. So just keep that in mind the next time you're staring down the barrel of an opposing Dark Tyranimon, and you're trying to decide whether it will be deleted when you block it or not, and it has that Yokomon effect. Now moving down our list from most global to least global keywords, kind of in that order but not really, we have Security Attack Plus. Security Attack Plus is another keyword that can be found in every color but is primarily found in red and that makes sense because Security Attack Plus is an aggressive effect and red is the most aggressive color in the game. Officially, Security Attack Plus reads, this Digimon checks one additional security card, and the number can vary. If a Digimon has Security Attack Plus 2, it will check two additional security cards, so on and so forth. This effect can help to speed up the pace of your game. In usual circumstances, it takes you six attacks to win a game, five to take out your opponent's security, and one more to win. But with just one Digimon, with Security Attack Plus 1, you can theoretically win in just four attacks. So having Digimon with Security Attack plus one represents a serious threat your opponent has to deal with or you'll outpace their own game plan. The other cool thing about Security Attack plus is that it actually stacks. So if a Digimon gets Security Attack plus one from one source and then Security Attack plus one from a Tamer and then Security Attack plus one from an option card, it will actually have effectively Security Attack plus three, meaning it will check an additional three security checks, which is really, really cool. The only downside is that twice as many security checks means twice as many chances to hit a powerful Digimon or option card that will remove your Digimon. So, And if your security attack plus Digimon hits an option card or a Digimon that removes it on the first check, then it won't perform any subsequent checks. Important to remember. Our next keyword is an effect that isn't often keyworded in card games, it's just kind of used, and that is draw. So in the rulebook, Draw reads, draw one card from your deck. 
Like security attack plus, draw can have different numbers. For example, an effect that reads draw two will draw you two cards from your deck. Every color has access to draw effects bar one, as of 1.5, green. Draw effects mostly appear in blue, purple, and yellow, and red has some, mostly as a reward for attacking. Again, most aggressive color. One of the best ways to have an advantage over your opponent is, plain and simple, to have more cards than they do. You will have more choices and more resources to use against them, plus drawing through more of your deck means that you've got a greater chance of drawing the pieces that you need to assemble your win condition or remove your opponent's win condition. Now the only colour that doesn't have access to any draw effects is green, and my guess is this is because green is so good at digivolving that it draws enough cards through that to not need any other draw effects. Remember, just drawing cards by itself doesn't actually bring you any closer to winning the game. You need to not just draw cards, but also have a way to take out your opponent's security as well. And you need to be careful not to draw too many cards. If you have no cards in your deck, when you go to draw a card during your draw phase, you lose. So make sure you have a way to close out the game before then. Next we have Security Attack Minus. This doesn't appear on very many cards as of 1.5. It's exclusively a yellow effect and it's very much in line with yellow's style of gameplay. This is a purely defensive effect. Security Attack Minus reads this Digimon checks one fewer security cards. Just like Security Attack Plus, the number can be different depending on the card. And mostly this effect is there to stop an attacker. And it actually frequently appears in effects that target more than one Digimon. So Security Attack Minus can stop a winning attack in its tracks by stopping your opponent's Digimon from producing your security, which is really cool. And it's also worth noting that if due to Security Attack Minus effects, a Digimon cannot check any security, that Digimon will also not be able to win the game by attacking an opponent with no security. So big Security Attack Minus effects can buy you the turn you need to turn the game around. Our next keyword is another yellow exclusive keyword, Recovery. Now like Security Attack Minus, Recovery plays into yellow's defensive nature, in this case by adding to your defenses. Recovery Plus reads, place the top card of your deck on top of your security stack. The number like Security Attack can differ from card to card, adding more or fewer cards to your security. Recovery adds to your security, increasing the number of attacks it takes for your opponents to win the game. So acting recovery just once increases the number of attacks necessary to secure a win from 6 to 7, and it can sometimes put an opponent a whole turn behind if they don't have a lot of attackers. Recovery also works well with some of Yellow's effects, which scale up depending on how many security cards you have. Blade of the True, for example, lets you draw a card for every two security you have. Usually this will be two cards if you have four or five, one card for two or three, and zero cards. For zero or one. But if you can recover before playing Blade of the True and you have six security as a result, you draw three cards for just two memory. So keep an eye out for these yellow effects that scale with your security. They are just asking to be played with recovery effects. And it is also worth noting as a point of interest that recovery is written on the cards as recovery plus one deck. And this refers to putting a card from your deck on top of your security. Now I can't help but think that the designers did this to give them some design space to move into and in future we might see cards that can recover by placing cards from other game areas on top of your security. I could easily see recovery plus one trash or recovery plus one hand and I think that's really cool and I hope that's something we see. 
Now moving on from yellow keywords, our next keyword is primarily found in red and green, with just a few exceptions. Piercing reads, when this Digimon attacks and deletes an opponent's Digimon and survives the battle, it performs any security checks it normally would. This is a great effect because it really pushes damage through where otherwise you might not be able to get through your opponent's defenses. Firstly, you no longer have to choose between deleting an opponent's suspended Digimon by battle or getting in security damage. Piecing lets you do both so long as you can survive the battle. Piercing also helps you to get around your opponent's blockers because piercing is not a when attacking timed effect. If you attack your opponent directly and you were blocked, piercing will still activate as if you had attacked the blocker directly and let you perform your security checks. So there's not much point to blocking a Digimon with piercing if your blocker isn't stronger. It's also worth noting that any security checks it normally would includes extra checks from security attack plus effects. So you can really do some damage and this is why piercing is found in red and green which are two very aggressive colors. Our next keyword is jamming. Jamming's primarily found in blue with a few other colors having one or two cards that have the effect. Regular listeners are not going to be surprised that jamming might be my favorite keyword tied with security attack plus. Now jamming reads, this Digimon can't be deleted in battles against security Digimon. Your Digimon with jamming can attack into your opponent's security fearlessly, knowing that barring removal option cards, they're going to survive the attack. We often have to make the tough choice of getting in for chip damage or holding back our weaker Digimon so they can survive to Digivolve. Jamming lets us have the best of both worlds. We take out our opponent's security and guarantee that our Digimon will survive at least the attack and be able to be used again. Jamming is an interesting keyword because it almost becomes less useful the stronger the Digimon that has jamming is. We care a lot more that the 2000 DP Vmon has jamming than we care that the 12,000 DP Imperial Dramon has jamming because it's far more likely that a 2,000 DP or higher Digimon will turn up in our opponent's security than a 12,000 DP or higher one. But that said, there's nothing worse than losing a level 6 to an opponent's Omnimon in security, so it is still a nice effect to have. The next keyword on our list is also the newest keyword to be added to the Digimon card game, only appearing as of 1.5, Digisorption. Digisorption reads, when one of your Digimon digivolves into this card from your hand, you may suspend one of your Digimon to reduce the cost of the Digivolution by, and then it will have a number that shows you how much you can reduce the cost by. This effect is incredibly powerful to the point that one of the Digimon that has it was the first Digimon to be limited to just one per deck, Argomon level 5. Now as we mentioned earlier, green does not have card draw effects. So the ability to move up your Digivolution chains for free and draw cards all the while is very good. With the right hand and board setup, you could potentially go from level 3 to level 5 without paying any memory and that is huge. Now, it is worth noting that you can suspend the Digimon you're Digivolving onto as well if you have no other valid or desired targets, so do remember that. Digi's option only appears on very few cards, but in a game where you're trying to maximize what you do on your turn and usually minimize the amount of resources expended to do it, getting to Digivolve over and over for free is huge. And if you want to hear some more of the fun things you can do with Digi's option in 1.5, please go and check out our Cerismon Green Deck Box episode where we built a whole deck around Digi's option effects. Our next episode, oh, our next keyword 
sorry, is one of two primarily black keywords on today's list. Reboot reads, unsuspend this Digimon during your opponent's unsuspend phase. Now this effect plays very well with black's focus on defense and blockers. Reboot means that we can attack with our Digimon and they will become unsuspended on our opponent's turn, which will keep them safe from our opponent's attacks. And then when you mix Reboot and Blocker, that's a really potent combination because you can attack with our Reboot Digimon and then it will reboot and still be available to block on our next opponent's turn as it will unsuspend. Reboot is also a really useful keyword against green decks as it turns out because green decks want to suspend our Digimon and get value from how many suspended Digimon we have. Now if you play against a lot of aggressive decks that want to attack your Digimon in your playgroup, consider building a black reboot deck. Our second black keyword is D-Digivolve. Now D-Digivolve is a removal keyword that reads trash one card from the top of one of your opponent's Digimon. If it has no Digivolution cards or becomes a level 3 Digimon, you can't trash any more cards. D-Digivolve, like many of the keywords on our list, can have different numbers. Infinity Cannon is an option card that triggers D-Digivolve 4 and that will take a level 7 all the way down to a level 3. D-Digivolve doesn't exactly remove an opposing Digimon, but it can set your opponent back and remove the Digivolution that's making that Digimon a threat. Turning a WarGreymon back into a weak Groundramon can be very useful. D-Digivolve has a few corner cases to be aware of, mostly stemming from that becomes a level 3 cause. Notably, if your opponent somehow ends up with a level 4 with only a level 2 as a Digivolution source and no level 3, and then you D-Digivolve that Digimon, then you will get rid of the level 4, and because level 2s can't exist in the battle area, the level 2 will be sent to the trash. But be warned, this does not count as deleting the Digimon, so it won't trigger any effects that trigger when a Digimon is deleted. Now it's also worth remembering that you can't D-Digivolve a Digimon with no Digivolution sources, so D-Digivolve won't work against Rookie Rush or Mega Zoo strategies. You have been warned. Finally, we have Retaliation. Retaliation appears only as a purple effect, and it is very much in line with purple's identity as the colour that wants to put its own Digimon into the trash. Retaliation, fittingly enough, is an effect that encourages you to have your own Digimon be deleted by battle. Retaliation reads, when this Digimon is deleted after losing a battle, delete the Digimon it was battling. This effect can dissuade your opponent from attacking because their Digimon will just get deleted on the counterattack, no matter how powerful it is. Retaliation turns your weak Digimon into on-board removal threats. My favourite thing about Retaliation, because I'm a jerk, is that when it attacks acts as a deterrent, it's almost like getting multiple uses of a removal effect. We primarily want our removal to remove the threats from our our opponent's board that are going to cause us to lose the game. So if we have a retaliation Digimon out, and that stops our opponent from attacking with their win condition multiple turns in a row, or even from playing the Digimon in the first place, it's nearly like we got to remove a threat multiple times, and that is really quite cool and a lot of value. So keywords are vitally important from a game design perspective, but as players, putting the effort into learning the game's keywords can save you a lot of hard work and frustration in the long run. And I hope that after today, after this episode, you not only understand what each keyword does at a glance, but you also know how to use them and how to play against them. Knowledge is power after all. Okay, you've heard enough from me and now I would like to hear from you. Our listener question of the week is, 
What is your favourite Digimon card game keyword and why? Tweet your answers at me or comment on the listener question post in the Facebook group. If you have any questions, feedback, comments or concerns, tweet at me at ConnorEFMG or email me at MemoryGagePodcast at gmail.com or join our Facebook group Memory Gauge Podcast. I'm always happy to hear from you listeners. New episodes come out each week, so please be sure to follow the Memory Gauge Podcast on your podcast service of choice to stay up to date. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Memory Gauge. Logging out.